Yo guys, it's Chris, aka the third, aka Jerry Springer, aka yet to know why. Back again with episode two of the Out of Five podcast. Coming back harder than ever, we've got the princess of the group. Hey guys, it's Agni, aka Quinn, aka Jack Quinn, back at it once again with the boys. Yes, sir, man. Hi guys, it's Shmoo, aka Shmoo Money, aka just Marcus, aka six foot five, by the way. Light skin. (laughs) Back at it again with episode two, guys. I'm glad you could join us. What up, everybody? It's your boy, Matlanoi, aka Totifantuka. Back at it again with episode two of the Out of Fire podcast. Uh, Hi. Enjoy. Hi, hi. It's the Out of Five, but I only heard four voices. That's because brother T Mags. Unfortunately, couldn't be with us today, but he sends his regards. Um, but on the better side of things, in episode one, we did tell you we won't be alone. We will not be alone. And we definitely aren't alone. Ladies and gentlemen, as you see from the title, we're here with Queso. Queso the Enigma. Hey, guys. I actually don't know what to say. Um, hi, guys. I'm Queso, a.k.a. <laughs> The one and only, you know what I'm saying? There's no one like me. The queen. It's, it's just you know, one of one type vibe. Award winning. Youngest stepping on the damn world. The genius. Real talk, man. Real talk. Real talk. Yeah, award winning. Hey, <laughs> let <laughs> That's a, that's a chat they don't even wanna have. <laughs> That's a shit you don't even wanna have. <laughs> um so okay, so we've uh, we have um listed down, created um a few questions that we'd like to ask you, get to know you. You know, they're a bit of uh cliche questions like I'm sure you know some of the questions that we're gonna ask. But anyways, let's get into it. So I'll be asking you the first question, which is who is Keso? And what are you all about? Like, what do people, what do you want people to hear when they hear the name Keso? Um, um, I'm Keso, aka Kato. Kato is actually my government name, guys. But like, I think just you know, growing up in an environment of like getting so into music, it's become a thing of like people actually call me queso instead of Kato. like even in the house at home like they be calling me queso and in the beginning it was kind of weird but i think you know i've kind of caught on to it um what am i all about i'm just all about love bro like i'm just all about making music spreading love just you know loving on people and i think it's a beautiful thing that music has been a healing thing for me so just being able to make music that has that same effect on people, I think, yeah, that's that's the one thing that matters to me for sure. So beautiful, beautiful. So, tell me something, right? Your government name is Gaza, and then your artist name is Queso. Yes. Who came up with that Queso? Because it sounds so unique, in as much as. It is basically a reference to your first name. It just sounded so out of the way, you know. It sounds so creative. If somebody like didn't know that 
Kato is your actual name, they would really be mesmerized by the name Keso and where it comes from. So, who's that genius behind your name? If I recall correctly, I might be wrong, but I doubt. So, I think in high school, um, my friends just actually just, you know, made up that nickname for me. I think it was in like Form 2, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, we're on camp. We went for camp in SA, you know, one of these school trips. And then they just started calling me Queso. And I was like, um, I mean, I guess. I think one person started calling me that. And then it just started growing onto other people. And then with time, I actually just started like owning the name. Like I was like, okay, you know, in the beginning it was a nickname, but I think like just the fact that like people I loved were calling me that and would actually refer to that like, you know, cause it was, it was kind of like a thing of, if you know, you know, you feel me? Like not everyone would call me Queso, only the ones that knew me for real, for real. So yeah, with time, it just became a thing of like, okay, you know what, let me actually just like, own this and actually just go by it low-key so that's basically what happened no so, 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 so that's bad so well spoken uh i'm gonna move on to second question the question of all questions but when did you start doing music and why what was your inspiration um, I started doing music in 2020 during lockdown. Um, the inspiration behind it was I was actually very bored during lockdown. Like I was, I was actually on the verge of losing my mind. Like um, I'm someone who I guess my coping mechanism for a while before I actually got into making music was listening to music. So that for me was amazing because I've just seen like even in spaces where I wasn't feeling the best, I was listening to music. In spaces where I was feeling great, I was listening to music. You know, so it was a thing of like, just the duality of life. Like even in the bad moments and the good moments and the okay moments, there was always just music. And I think even just going back to childhood, like in my younger years, you know, I, like I recall a lot of the memories from my childhood because of music like i connect a lot of those memories with music like i'll be like oh yeah i remember the song because this happened when the song was playing you feel me so it's like a thing of that's how that's how deep music goes for me so yeah what inspired me is is basically just like i was just looking for an outlet really just a way to express myself and yeah i think the thing the scary thing about studying is like you never really know how people are going to receive you but for me it wasn't it was never about that it was just about i'm i'm just trying to make music like because i love music so much so i'm like hey i have a voice and i have like you know someone that's willing to actually produce for me so why not you know like um, a question that like i feel like i've always asked myself especially with like a lot of artists with like great voices right it's like okay I get you've loved singing from like your young age and everything but you know a lot of us love singing but we don't have the ability to sing you know yeah mm-hmm. so the question I want to ask is like at what point were you like you know what I can actually do this what was that moment where you were like you know what this is something I could actually pursue and be good at because music is such a 
huge industry that's just beginning in it like just starting or like just joining it you've got to have some sort of solid passion for it because you already know how hard it's going to be coming up hmm how did i even know i could sing it was just the thing that came easy for me like even before i knew i had a voice i was like hmm singing is nice you know like i feel like everyone loves singing but i guess for me it was never really about how i sounded for a very long time and then i grew up and then like i started being so conscious about like the music i listen to and i'd be like damn i want to sing like that you know so for me it was a thing of like it just i just had to open my mouth and believe that i could do it and then it just came like i never always knew how to sing like obviously in the beginning it was a bit shaky cuz i wasn't really confident in myself you know confident in my abilities but like with time um also with like the the motivation from like my friends like i remember there was a point in time where only one of my friends knew i could sing and she was pressing on me she was like girl i'm going to record you one day and i'm going to post this because people need to hear your voice and i'm like girl what you talking about like that's a bit crazy i can't lie so yeah like it's a thing of i just you just got to believe it i feel like um but i i guess also at the same time there also has to be that talent you know like some people genuinely can't sing and i don't mean this in a bad way but like you know some people are just not graced with that like like me i wish i could dance but i can't dance i can't like i struggle to dance. Yeah. so okay so what like kind of music did you listen to like growing up like what genre of music were you listening to do you remember the artists like your favorite artists at the time i grew up listening to anthony hamilton a lot of mm. a lot of like soulful music yeah anthony yeah hamilton. anthony hamilton what a tevin campbell um india ari um tony braxton baby face i grew up listening to a lot of soul like a lot of mm, you know like music with a lot of passion in it so even with me like right now yeah i really try as hard as i can to just you know reflect that in my music like i don't want my music to feel void like i don't want someone to listen to my songs and be like wow hmm, nice anyways you know yeah like I'm, yeah. trying to, I'm trying to exude like that passion and emotion through the music as well so yeah yeah i think like from that story in terms of like how you started doing music i've heard like one thing that i feel like a lot of people need to understand and it needs to be emphasized more the thing of like that one friend who was right behind you you know yeah at, especially at the times where you didn't believe you could do it yourself as the artist you know yeah like supportive friends as long as you have like supportive friends the world is yours for the taking and i feel like i genuinely actually i genuinely wish a lot of people could understand that i genuinely wish a lot of people out there could support their friends as like in the same way your friends supported you even when you couldn't support yourself at that time for sure you know I feel like you okay yeah like, no nah, no nah, you can go through, you can go through. okay and also just to highlight it shout out to 
that pushed you to be one of the greatest in Botswana right now? That's what we call the butterfly effect, bro. Okay. It wasn't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to her. Yeah, no, shout out for real. So, do you mind telling us who this friend is? Um. Okay. Yes, I do. I mean, I don't mind. Hey, I don't mind. Yes. Um. Uh, her name is Lucy. She. She, like we went to school we went to primary school together and then we also went to map together and even just right now like even just in my journey of faith like getting closer to god he's also one of those people that like was always there to be like yo dude you know like one of the people i always look to you know like not even like actively approaching her just seeing how she lives her life like i was like hmm, okay interesting 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 so i've always just found her so intriguing so yeah Alright, now shout out to Broski, shout out to Broski. Broski is one of a kind. From, yeah, yeah. from the story you've told us, this dude's one of a kind friends and a friend I wish everybody had, you know? Yeah. But hey, shout out, no talk. So I thought you were yeah, going to see like, a friend like that you had. A background I, I had those friends, I have those friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was going to be heartbroken there, bro. <laughs> like, uh, nah, nah, you're doing a good job, bro. You're doing a good job. You're doing a great job, right? Okay, fine. Right. Check, uh, background check here. Um, I heard you talking about primary school and and map. Like, so where did you go to school? And like, how was it? Like, how was school for you? Um, I went to Baobab. Baobab Primary yeah. School. You know, it's not far from my house. I think that's why, like. My parents were also like, hey, you know. Um, and then for high school, I went to MAP. To be honest, we don't, like, I was, like, my, my dad's initial plan was for us to go to Thornhill, me and my brother. But the wrecks were not there, by the Like, it was a yeah. thing of choosing between going to Thornhill and then going to, like, you know, a high, like, going to high school and just not knowing what the plan would be, like, funds-wise. Like, getting there and yeah. actually just you know thinking thoughts because it's like yo Thornhill child all the wrecks or they were like you know what let's go for a better like Christ school for primary and then when you get to high school we'll actually have enough money to send them to the best school you know so yeah that was that was the thing that was the chat and yeah I was actually pretty young like when I went to reception I was too young they almost didn't take me and <laughs> how yeah, old were you <laughs> I think I was like three or four. Even yeah. No, I was three. That's young. That's young. Yeah. You gotta stop them young, bruh. Of course. Yeah, no, no, sure, no, sure. I could. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, apparently, I only started talking when I was like four, bruh. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, you boys are like the, If I have a child and you have a job by the age of like four. I didn't think you started to go on your fault. Um, so, uh, basically, did you did your high school in map? Yes, I did. Okay, that's one thing I want to ask about. Like, okay, um, how was map actually? By the way, like, I mean, I feel like out of a bunch of schools. The school that is most known about, but at the same time least known about, is MAP. You know. Yeah. 
I believe this is like an opinion I could get from both you and Acme. You know, how is man? What goes on at man? Because it's exclusive. We know about the school from the outside of it, but from the inside, we we are more or less lost. You know. I feel you. Yeah. Mm. How is man? What what sets it apart from every other institution? Well, in your eyes. Map. Hmm. I think one thing I'll forever be grateful for is going to Map, dog. Like, I think for me, Map. So basically, I came from primary school. I was like, first of all, I don't want to go to Map to begin with. Let me just put that out there, like, clean. Like, I even like I was having such a hard time explaining to my parents that, hey guys, all my friends are going to Lekai. Why am I going to Map, dog? Like why do you guys want to do this to me i don't want to go to map like i never had the desire to go there and my parents are like no you don't understand and i'm just like no you guys don't understand like i just want to be with my friends and they were like girl there's more to life and then i remember i think first first month of being at map was so different because i was coming from a place of like like I knew everyone basically like you know when you grow up with with people it doesn't you don't really go through that awkward phase of oh hi by the way my name is Castle and I come from this school and then they already have their own perceptions about the school you're coming from they're like oh damn okay that means you probably can't speak English well or oh, oh damn okay you know that's that's a that's a rural school kind of they don't have grass there you know what I'm saying like all of these perceptions of like where you're coming from and stuff so for me it was a thing of okay people really have like their own perceptions of you know where i'm coming from based off of like where they are coming from like you know so i think for me that was just a weird thing but obviously with time like you know people's mindsets change so it was a thing of like you know you don't actually test these things bruh like it's like they didn't know better you know what i'm saying and i feel like maybe if i was in that position where you know i went to like a more expensive school i would have thought the same but i think yeah. going to map also just taught me diversity like it's not a rich kid school like people think it is like obviously it's expensive you know but i think for me it was very humbling because i really saw my parents struggle to pay for school fees bro like it wasn't an easy thing like so, i really saw my dad sweating to make ends meet like and i think that's one thing that really just taught me to just be grounded and even when the money's there to not act out of pocket because the money's there you know what i'm saying like money comes and goes and i think also just the fact that it's so disposable in its nature it wouldn't even make sense for me to boast in the fact that oh yeah you know we got money at home you know because it's not like we ever really had it like that so yeah i think going to map like just being surrounded by people from so many different backgrounds with so many different stories like it was a very humbling thing for me and i'm just so grateful for that experience because it opened my eyes to a lot like even in terms of doing like even doing music i met a lot of people through mutual friends that we shared at map like i met people from like westwood people from like boarding school in sa like I was just like, yo, okay, like this is actually real life, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I think that's that's also one thing I'll forever be grateful for because even right now, those are connections I can still say I have, you know. Connections. And connections. yeah, for sure. Like even with 
meeting you guys like i met i met i remember the first time i met Thilolo was at map or am i lying i don't think i'm lying but the first time we met proper proper like in real life was at map during like uh i think it was isa yeah it was probably isa and yeah you know it's things like that like where it's like i met people there and these are people i can still say oh yeah okay now nah, real you know like that person is still around and stuff so yeah i think even just my mind is much more open now like in the beginning i feel like it's very easy to become snobbish like to be very honest with you being surrounded by so many people because the people that are genuinely rich like they are so rich like hey generational wealth correct like as in they don't even need to struggle but like everything is served on a silver platter for them Mm-hmm. And then there's like the other extreme where like you can see dog this person worked to get to me like this person worked by yeah, like, nah, yeah. those um what are the students called when you, the top achievers and everything yes. like those are one people those are like the specific group that I'll always like give a shout out when I can because it takes a lot to get there bro it it actually takes a lot to get there yeah, yeah. and being there and surviving whilst they takes even more work than it initially did there's I always give that specific group of people like that shout out because them being where they are like even if they were to have some sort of pride with it I wouldn't necessarily blame them because I know how much it took for them to get there especially at a young age yeah yeah genuine chat mm. I just want to know how interacting with kids at map changed how you view your dreams and your opinions and your plans on you know your future prospects especially when it comes to music and everything that has to do with creatives because i think it's quite known that map prides itself in its creative department being drama music and everything else in between so how did that shape you taking part in those classes being with people who were already involved in such an industry i think for me it's opened my eyes to a lot like seeing people that are actively in the industry teaching you things you understand like i feel like there's a different type of experience behind that like things that they had to go through for them to get to the position where they're teaching you specific things you know because i'm someone that believes like everything there's nothing that happens by mistake you know and yeah. i remember because i used to be so passionate about music i wanted to be in the marimba band like i even auditioned i think this was in form three right i auditioned to be in the marimba band like and i was so sure i was gonna get in guys like yo i was so sure i was like i'm gonna get it and then i remember when like they actually posted who is in the band I was not on that paper. And that uh-huh. day it felt like something inside me died. Like it was so deep, bruh. Like I was like, damn, like for real. Like you know you thought you ate, bruh, but you realized yes. damn. I didn't oh. eat that it ate you. <coughs> high school, bruh. Like you yeah, study for an exam, but why? Yo. Story of my life. Hey. Story of my life. Humbling experiences. Is there, so, yeah. is there any person, like any special person you'd want to like point out and be like, well, okay, let's say with from Matt, right? 
and be like okay you know what this guy when i was at map or whatever they pushed me in this certain path that kind of like you know allowed you to go in further with the music you know yeah um um obviously my music teachers they didn't know a lot about me they just knew that i love music even in terms of me singing they didn't know that i can sing like they even i think up to me i know okay maybe up to this, up to today is alive because you know things happen in life people talk but like i think yeah like even up to form 5 they didn't know garhe i was keeping it hush buddy like even when i'd make music i was i guess an underground artist like the people that knew knew you feel me like i was never actively putting myself in a place where i'm like hi guys by the way i make music listen to my music i mean i did right but i never was i was very passive with it like i wasn't actively being like yeah 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 me but again i think also my friends like i have a friend her name is marang and she's one of the people that like introduced me to a different side of music cuz she's also a very musical person like even right now that's someone i can gladly say still in my life and she's someone that like i think the first few experiences we had where our bond really just solidified was connected to music like we're listening to music would chill and would be listening to music she'd send me songs and be like yo listen to this song and i'd be like what and then i'd find like a song and then i'd send it to her then she'd be like what like it was like we just we just had that bond you know what i'm saying and even up to today there's no connection that i have with anyone that's like the one that i have with her you know so yeah definitely 100% i think it's her and my music teachers even though they didn't necessarily know that i was into music like that just the mere fact that they were there to teach me things that I can even say I still apply to my music right now. Okay, so we've been getting to know you, getting to know your background, getting to know what drives you. But come on, guys. We have been saying we've been saying we've been hyping you up. We've been just shouting this to the world that girl You are Yama award winning artist. Come on, bro. Like that is insanely huge. Come not on, not only man. that, but you are the youngest, youngest. ever to win the this youngest, award. Bro. Come on, the tell youngest. us about it. Don't gatekeep. Don't <laughs> gatekeep. How uh, does it feel, bro? How did how is it? Being hey a Yama award winning artist. Mm. You know, guys, what's so crazy is like you'd expect these experiences to like make you more egotistical and like yeah that's me haha but i'm so much more humble now like ah i've got it every single thing that happens like every single i guess milestone that happens just teaches me humility like i'm just like you know what i could choose to get a big head over this but i just know that this is not the end you know what i'm saying like i feel like there's so much more so imagine and my head gets so insanely large over this achievement and Meanwhile there's Grammys to win you know what I'm saying like this is not the end so yeah i think definitely me winning the yama like it was something that i prayed for like kore what the i'm actually going to explain the whole entire process like from finding out when i got nominated to the day of the yamas like it was just so insane and i think 
even spiritually for me like my relationship with god really heightened during that time and it's something that like i'm so so grateful for because i just see like people are so inspired you know what i'm saying and i don't want to say they're so inspired by me but just the journey that i'm on in life you know like even outside of the music just how i carry myself and like just the things i'm interested in it's like i never feel lost because i know that's me you know like that's genuinely me like i genuinely like those things and i feel like i'm actually starting to care less about what people think so it's a it's a lot more than just like winning the yama like it's more about like how it shaped me as a person you know so yeah, yeah. i think also just being the youngest is also i think that's the more humbling thing because like at some points in my life i really experienced doubt like i was doubting myself like even studying music i was like yo crazy you know like i i always knew in my heart like in my like in the deepest parts of my heart that you know what i genuinely want to do this and i think in the beginning it was really hard to think about what people are going to think about the music you know it was more about okay i like the music so i'm just going to share it with the world you know but sure. yeah with time dog with time i think i just started to care less like i'm just like you know what i think i actually kind of know what i'm doing low key and i think when when you have that type of confidence that okay i actually kind of have a hang of things things start to make a little bit more sense and you start to become more confident in yourself so yeah so so Um, like in terms of like just this entire story, especially including Diana, bro. Like, I don't think people understand how insane it is to start music in 2020, four years back, mm-hmm. and win Ayama in four years, bro. I've seen people do this for so many years, decades, some decades. Yeah. But have never touched the yama, and in less than five years, you've touched the yama, and you're not only just winning the yama, winning the yama as the youngest, the youngest ever. Yeah, that's God's work, right there. If that isn't like in, in my mind. eyes, when I was thinking about it, in my own personal life viewing of things i just thought like if that's not god sent i do not know what it is to be honest yeah for sure and like that's one thing i just wanted to put out like we're genuinely proud of you we're proud of the artist you're becoming we're proud of the woman you're becoming and we're inspired by that god's presence through you because it's a really huge success story in as much as there's more accolades to get in as much as the journey has just gotten started it is very inspiring to see that seeing that happen to someone, you know? Yeah. Jen and Chad. Hey, thank you guys. Oh, that's so sweet. My pleasure. My pleasure. Okay, so do you I mean do you actually pleasure. feel like you're refusing your thing? Do you actually feel like you're, you're receiving like your flowers after these achievements? Like receiving enough of your flowers, do you actually feel appreciated and and uh like by by everyone in general um yes i think i do um for me 
it's something that I think appreciation, just the definition of appreciation has just changed in my mind just during this time, right? Because I think a lot of people think appreciation should be so tied in with praise like you're praising someone like oh wow yeah so amazing you know like yeah it's great right but i think at the end of the day like it's not my achievement like as much as i got like i won the yama you know all glory to god but like there are people around me like it's like a team win basically you know so it's really hard for me to kind of even just like boast in it and be like yeah yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yep true that's me that's me you know but like it's more a thing of like even me it makes me more proud of the people that are around me because it's like wow guys we really made it like we did it for real you know like yeah so yeah i definitely do feel appreciated like the people around me are definitely covering me with love and just like sometimes i think even you know there's some days where i feel like damn i don't i don't know you know life life can get hard sometimes like you know sometimes you have like some thoughts you know and it's like sometimes i feel like i'm not good enough or whatever and then people just remind me that dude like it's not even about the yama but just even the mere fact that like you are still making music today and you just keep getting better i think that's that's enough so yeah i can definitely say i feel appreciated Mm, yeah i think like especially like with the whole humility chat like not switching up or like just staying true to where you come from which i feel like we see a lot doing like Mm -hmm. whenever a friend of yours or someone you've collaborated with creates a new project we see it on your story like you're always wrapping the people around you you know which is a genuine beautiful thing like i've seen uh, a few months back I think Nikki Diamonds was releasing a single you posted that you, you post a lot of artists producers whatever work they have to put out you post that and it's so dope seeing how all that good energy you put out into the world and into your friends finds its way back to you you know yeah it's genuinely uplifting in a manner because even besides the music path it inspires people to kind of like do better of themselves or or just simply do good to other people knowing that at some point along this life path some of that good will find its way back to you of course so there's some dope stuff genuine chat and a shout out real talk shout out Kiso Shout out out of five. Hi, sir. Hi, hi, hi. Okay, okay, so the next question I have for you is How is it making music in an industry where most people shy away from their religious views? Like, maybe because they're afraid of their religious views affecting their friendships in a way or the reviewed in general yeah like the reception by the fans and everything yeah Mm. okay so i think for me once again it's a it's a a different ball game you know because i've always believed in god but i think it was when i was maybe 
like maybe last year maybe two years ago and i was like you know what let me actually be intentional about like my relationship with god like let me not like you know talk about god but i don't even know like this god that i'm talking about like let me actually go deeper you know and i think when i started to actually like be intentional with everything that's when i started to see things changing right like even the music that i make right now is so much more different than the music i was making maybe this time last year just because of how much i know god for myself now and i think even just in this world like it's really hard to be a believer in a world where there's so much happening like there's so much darkness there's so like there's just a lot you know and i think it's just realizing that you know what there's always grace given right like i think one thing about god he'll always say well, okay no but you know you're actually trying like well as long as the effort is there to just keep getting better and just to keep growing deeper and deeper in my relationship with him like there's always grace given and i think i've also just gotten into the habit of not striving for perfection like i don't think we're meant to be perfect in life like no one is perfect you know um yeah. and i think before i i actually like started becoming started becoming intentional about my relationship with god that was a place i was in where i was always striving for perfection like i considered myself a perfectionist and now i don't even consider myself that because i'm just like you know what like you know what people like and we live in a world you know what i'm saying so um in terms of also just my friendships i've definitely seen like the shift happen in my friendships um and i'm just so grateful to just be surrounded by godly community like just people who are genuinely there to love on me and you know it's like for me it's like when you experience the love of god there's no other way you know how else to be loved or to love someone you know and i think for me that's that's something i'm very grateful for because i really thought i knew love like before i came to god bro like i was just like yeah i really thought i knew a lot of things and then i actually decided for ah mon koha mm i thought i was cooking but i was not cooking at all like the stove wasn't even on but there was no power when i was trying to cook you understand damn. so i was just like hey damn it was really humbling but at the same time it was the most beautiful thing and it still is the most beautiful thing i'm experiencing and it's yeah. not to say that this journey is easy but it's a thing yeah. of also just immersing myself in the fact that you know what um god loves each and every single one of us and we don't need to be perfect or clean or good or whatever labels you want to put mm-hmm. on yourself to come to him but it's a thing of you just let him into your heart and he will do what needs to be done you know and mm-hmm. i think that's something i also really struggled with like even with the music i used to listen to um i realized it was also kind of really impacting the way i thought and the way i saw myself you know and i think even now it's 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 a it's a gradual process you know like actually believing yeah. and seeing myself in God's eyes like the way God sees me and the things that God has actually spoken over my life and actually believing those things it's just a journey but yeah like i said it's a thing of just being surrounded by community and just being covered because that sometimes again where you know i kind of slip and fall and i'm like damn and then i declare things over myself and it's like girl mm 
you're going back to your old ways you know so yeah i think in that regard it's it's just 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 knowing that you know what we're gonna slip and fall all the time like there's no shame no condemnation no guilt you know if you fall it's fine you pray about it and you just go back to god you have to like especially like on the music thing i've seen like with your latest project uh so fluorecesis i think i hope i am you know pronouncing it well yes kind of like kind of yeah you can tell us how it's how it's, um, <coughs> it's pronounced so for it places yes um <laughs> right so with the latest project like i listened to a couple of songs in there and it sounds way more godly in a manner than prior songs prior to it you know yeah um besides godly like it sounds way more how can I put it soulful like it's exploring somewhat the transition you've been talking about like the transition with God or, or like yeah that part of that spirituality is there any relatability in between like that album and where you were in life at that specific time um yeah of course I was thought that that project is basically an embodiment of my life at the time like the things i was going through in terms of just praying like there's a song on the project called burning chimney and it just basically talks about the things i'm praying for like i'm praying for you know i'm praying for my friends i'm praying for better days and i'm seeing those better days like i'm coming from a place where you know i was just so like filled with darkness and now it's like i'm coming out of that you know shadow and i'm actually stepping into the light and i think at the time like i was i was also just in a place where you know, i was transitioning from like living in the world and just like you know you know yeah it's just like you know just doing all this stuff to actually being like okay no let me actually find a church let me find community let me do this let me let me find god like i think in everything i was just trying to find god like cuz i think even before i actually found like a church i was trying to find god and understand him for myself like through like reading the bible but even reading the bible was hard cuz again i didn't know what i was doing like i was like hmm, okay hmm. yeah the only prayer i knew how to pray was the lord's prayer like i was like our father who art in heaven shop okay then what you know what i'm saying like it was just like i was so, seeing that out of so. routine you feel me so i was like ah yeah, yeah. i don't even know how to pray i don't know how to do a lot of things like am i really like a christian like i know i'm trying to know god but even praying is hard you know so it started with small things like ish okay god ish i don't know what to say to you but like i know you're listening and yeah. you know for as long as you're listening i know you know there's some sort of connection here and i can't really see you right now and you know i'm not really sure if you're there but i kind of know you're there so like just show me where you are like let me experience you in even just the daily things you know like even if i'm taking a walk let me look at the trees and see you in the trees let me let yeah. me feel the air or let me just even breathe and feel like wow you know 
god mm. is really here right now so it's just things like that like i was like you yeah. i don't know what i'm doing so i think even just when it comes to making music i was like hmm, okay how can i actually communicate in the most effective way where i am with god right now and then i think also that was a divine appointment because a friend of mine the the project is a joint project actually between me and brian bc and he's the producer like he was the executive producer so it was a thing of okay he sent me all these beats sent me all these beats and i was like mm, okay what am i gonna do with these you know and then it was this thing of trusting like myself and also just praying each and every single time i was about to start like touching on those so mm, yeah now he cooked with the beat i cannot lie yeah dog he dope really beat. cooked real dope beat real dope beat um, yeah but i guess that kind of explains the whole <coughs> relation between like your spiritual journey and your music so thanks for that like outlook on things yeah okay okay so so the next question i have for you today is um what is your opinion on the current music industry of Botswana? how do you feel about the rappers trap artists the hip hoppers the r&b artists and um how do you and how do you see ism prospering in the future as a community um that's a good question um i think for me i'm really trying to show love to each and every single person because i know how hard it is to be an artist and even just a musician in botswana like yo Mm -hmm. yo dude it's so it's it's it gives you such a different perspective on everything because you're just like damn like you really need to make things work you really need to have that drive mm-hmm. you really need to have that vision like things don't just fall on your lap like you really need to go looking for and hunting for these opportunities you feel me but i think for me yes. like i said like i'll always be blessed because i've always had people around me that are even just inspired and creatively fueled in that manner right so even with ism like um just the fact that i i have people around me like just the community to actually just fall back on and you know just be like yo you know i have this thing going on you know and i think for me it's more a thing of individual relationships you know like the community as a whole like it's a beautiful thing but i've really learned the importance of individual relationships like learning people individually like as like you know how it's out of five right now right it's a yes. thing of knowing Acme individually, knowing Marcus individually, knowing Chris individually, knowing Matla individually, knowing teammates individually, like each and, each and every single one of you as people outside of the community, you feel me? Because I think that's something that, it also just makes the relationship so much more like richer. Like it's like, okay, but I know you outside of this, you know, mm-hmm. like, and I think that's something that we all need as people, right? Like. It, it's nice to do dope things with your friends but yeah. does the like does the friendship only end at the dope things you feel me like do i know you deeper than that like do i know how many siblings you have if you have any siblings you know like do i know about your childhood like where you lived you know for a while yeah. you know how your childhood was your upbringing and everything so 
it's a thing of also just just understanding people in that regard and yeah just being there for my people like outside of the music it's it's genuinely such a a beautiful relationship that i'm cultivating with each and every single one and yeah i'm just grateful for that lovely um i've seen ism and i've seen um the work that you guys have put out and i'm and i know it's influencing a lot of people in botswana so i just want to say continue doing what you're doing and um keep influencing us not just the artists the people of botswana to work for what they want work for their dreams and you know yeah yeah um unfortunately guys i don't know why this country decided to have load shedding too but um the power is about to cut so yeah, just bro. another thing for queso um it's just god's work man put your faith in god there's going to be more grammys there's going to be more yamas more bt awards more everything you know yeah for you and your people and yeah Oh, thank be, you so much. I'll be seeing you guys. Mata, Chris, so, so before you vibe, yeah, I'll chat. So, so there's no shitting on Saturday. What? Bro, yeah, I don't know why. This oh, is, like, just this is just an African country. He's basically in South Africa. Yeah, I'm not going to be right now. Let's go. Aha. Yeah. 6000 kilometers just for load shedding. Come there. I know I'm coming guys, I'm coming. Hey bro, listen have a great night bro. It was lovely. Shout out Shmoo Money. Hey man. Have a great night Shmoo Money. Alright. I love these stuff. So, now that we've heard like your opinion on the current music industry of Botswana. Mhm. Who are your artist prospects? Like who are you looking forward to? Who do you think is left on? Who do you think deserves recognition or to be heard? You know? Hmm. Yo, there's a lot of people. Who's the artist you're like, damn, this guy's good, but he's not recognized. He's not given that love. Yeah. Um I know a lot of people though. Like that people that are actually really trying to make this work. So um I just want to start by saying there's a platform. There actually a few platforms. like perfect noise backyard stories you know like those are those are platforms where it's like underground artists really have a platform to even just you know show yeah. their talent yeah. in that yeah. regard so um i think i don't i don't know like off the top of my head i can't really think but i know there's some girl called ami i think her name is ami royal yeah she's she's mm. she's kind of she's mm. a singer mm. and i love her voice true, yo no i love true, her true. voice yo she yeah now she's a real good singer she's just she's real good yeah. now nah, she's great dude. i think she's coming out she's definitely coming out especially like this year um with the what's the 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 thingy she's on the what's this event called the backyard stories thing Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. backyard stories. I feel mm-hmm. like that's definitely going to mark a significant point in her career along the way. Like yeah, of course. see once I saw that post being put up I was like, yeah, it's about to go down with it. Like German chat. She's yeah. got a really good voice and I'm looking forward to that show. Yeah. Mm. 
unfortunately i'm not sure if i'm gonna make it to the show but i'm definitely looking forward to the show i'm definitely looking forward to like the future of her career you know of course yeah because with that talent i mean the only direction is up to be honest yeah of course yeah is there anybody else that you're like okay dope mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm trying to think of like a, a male artist Mm. Hmm. There's a guy called Shady. I don't know if you guys know Shady. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. Shady, bro. I love Shady. Like, Shady is is that's my guy. You know. Um, but I think like he he's just something else, dog. Like, like sometimes I'm just like, dog. How did you come up with that? And I really love his SoundCloud as well. Like, he has an actually officially started releasing music on streaming platforms but like he's someone that's really like bubbling like i'm sure like if things really go well nah he's taking it for sure like so yeah it's, it's definitely those two people there are others as well but i can't really think of them off the, off the top of yeah. my head right now now I've, I've heard one of the songs on soundcloud they do like the creativity is there it's existent like it's yeah. nothing that you can argue about you know of course. so i haven't like really done as much research as you might have but from the little that i've heard it's looking good yeah gentlemen chat it's looking good and wherever he is um Broski, we wish you luck we hope you know you keep progressing with your career and just keep your head up bro keep your head up and, and you have our support my boy after this we're streaming your music of course Roche, keep your head up bro um all right since the artist prospects part is dealt with now let's get to a bit of a controversial part right okay like okay so i think i don't know a lot of people have different views on this but the whole support local phrase right Mm -hmm. a lot of artists preach support local do this do that it's it's often in a way forced to people to support local right and as much as there's like real good work and real good projects being put out by Botswana right we cannot take that away from the artist we often find that a lot of the projects being put out are not of that great quality a lot of the projects being put out are not that good you know Mm -hmm. but then it's those very same artists that will spoon feed you that same phrase support local do this um this is why we're not excelling or like trying to have that victim mentality with it you know yeah so it's kind of like as listeners you kind of put in a position where it's either you listen to this or you're simply in a way unpatriotic you know Mm. So what's your opinion on that whole situation like from an artist's perspective i feel like some people really push that phrase and it's coming from a place of they want to be recognized right so obviously we can't really like diminish the fact that you know what there are people that actually really trying to do something with this music thing you know but i guess it also just goes back to like what's the motive behind you saying support local because yeah. some people are like support local, but they just 
like they're trying to be you know like they're trying to be like famous like they just want the the cloud they just want like the spotlight and i realized like even when you're growing as an artist like everything just gravitates towards you you know like you can only do so much but i feel like forcing people to listen to your music is not really the best thing to go like it's not it's, just, it's not really the best way to go about things because like it doesn't you know like i guess people listen to things because they want to listen to things now imagine you're forcing someone i feel like it's a different situation where you're forcing like if let me not say forcing but like you're yeah yeah like like asking people to to listen to your stuff and your stuff is actually good and then it's like okay no but ah, now yeah. you're cooking now if it's There's like some reason to be like forcing us to listen to it exactly like i feel like when you know the value of your work there's some sort yeah. of purpose yeah. behind it like you know why you're doing things right like it's not like you're just making music you're just you know just doing just to do there has to be some sort of purpose behind it so as long as there's a purpose like i really don't you know bash people for saying like support local because at the end of the day like if your purpose is very genuine like yeah. it, it can't go any other way for you it really cannot like, yeah like that's what i personally think that's like my personal line of thinking like as long as it's good at some point along your path it's going to be realized it's going to be recognized exactly you know? yeah so in genuine terms like trying to preach that to us or like spoon feed us that phrase it doesn't necessarily work yeah. half the time because if it's bad we're, con- we're not going to listen to it of course you know? mm. you're going to get the same reception from us each and every time but if mm. it's good we're going to hear it from someone yeah, Matla might hear Keso's song and be like, "Bro, if you listen to Cherry Bomb, yet? I'll be like, oh, let me listen to it. I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna recommend it to someone else.'" Yeah, bro. But I think that that works speaks for itself. Yeah. yeah. Like, but if it's bad, what's the whole point of me going to Matla and being like, "Yo, bro, did you hear this bad song?" Uh, yeah. Yeah, hard. It's it's not that it's not that marketable, really. But um, alright. Now that we've got like the whole support local which is a huge like elephant in the room because i feel like yo i've i've heard it way too much <laughs> to be honest yeah it's a bit annoying um concerning like the upcoming artists you know the the shadies the 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 armies of botswana you know mm-hmm. like what is your message to them like since now you're at this point where you know now you're like the siyama winner or yama award winning artist and you're progressing i won't say you're at the top because the sky's the limit you know like you're still progressing higher so Mm. i won't say that what is your message to these upcoming artists who possibly might like wish to be at the same point you are or even more um just keep going i think some people get really caught up in oh man why isn't this happening for me now like why aren't i blowing up now you know and then it also just goes back to why you started doing it in the first place i feel like some people they want to be famous for the wrong reasons you know what i'm saying like they want all the money all the fame all the clout but there's a lot that comes with that as well and it's not really sustainable at the end of the day you know because you can also hear that in the music like what's someone's motive behind what they're doing you know like what's the purpose yeah. behind it so um yeah definitely just say like just stick to your purpose like don't stray away from whatever it is you kind of you know 
think you want or whatever seems so like you know in or into like fashion or what the thing of also just being true to yourself and you know i think we all have values as people so also just sticking to your values because it's very easy to fold you know and just give in to things and just be like yo but this person said that if i work with them i'm gonna blow up so let me just do it you know and it's very easy to get exploited as well in this industry like especially when you don't know your value and that's something i also had to learn like you know there's just things i'm learning every single day and yeah i guess also just be open to learning and just seeing things from a different perspective yeah i think like that's that's the complicated part of music because I would like to be like from an artist's point of view it's like we, you guys all have different reasons why you're making music you guys all have different stories that led you to making music you know yeah of course of course like some people may find it hard to push things positive or like to push like just these good things and like especially like the the name of the lord mostly because i feel like throughout the hardships in people's lives they've kind of took it differently to how maybe mm. Kiso might have took it you know that one hardship they went through they might have took it in a manner of like you know what i don't like this place you know i'm gonna push hate i don't like making peace or like having those peaceful things going around me, you know like yeah, it kind but... of hardens people not only mm. in music but in life in general like different situations create different people in terms of like how you react to it you know yeah so it's like it's very hard especially when you're doing music to mm. kind of align your music with the optimal way of things you know especially yeah. when you've went through very different things to what the other person the other person might have you know yeah of course it's it's a bit complicated but i guess like you guys got it because hey man like genuinely looking at the whole creative industry in terms of like the music being released and anything i'm personally happy you know Mm, mm. i feel like we're gradually making improvements and visible improvements matter of fact you know 10 years back i don't think we had as many quality songs as we do now you know but those creatives and those talents are starting to emerge through such platforms like backyard stories and you know yeah it's it's genuinely helping out and shout out to them too because a lot of the artists we know now we might not have known if it wasn't for such platforms yeah yeah Mm. yeah Yeah. and um yeah actually like it's it's a really complex road to navigate through and this is why it becomes an even more inspiring story seeing you at the top of that race you know yeah yeah it's 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 a genuine inspiring thing okay okay so um let's talk future prospects uh what do you have planned out for the future like any albums or singles to look out for this year okay okay so let's talk um future prospects um so what do you have planned out for the future like any albums singles collaborations this year yeah um i think for sure like there's always something in the works but 
I'm learning to be patient with myself. So things might not come as quick as people might expect them to, but like, yeah, there's there's always work being put in day in and day out. So yeah. yeah. I'm. Uh... Is there anybody you should be looking out for in features? Someone? Um, we'll see. Alright, alright, You'll let us know. You'll let us know. Okay, so. So, hey, guys. Um, We've come to the end of episode two with the first special guest ever in the Out of Five podcast, Queso D. Enigma. And. Hey. And the five. I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to this. I hope you guys have learned a lot about not only Keso, not only her spiritual journey. I hope you guys have learned a lot about life and just you know how to navigate through this thing using her life as a template of things. You know, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Keso, we are incredibly honored to have had you on this podcast. We have enjoyed your presence so much and thank you for allowing us to you know have this interaction with you and i thank you guys for having me it's been an honor um i'm so grateful for even just like being considered as the first guest on the r5 podcast and to anyone out there that's listening tap in you know just keep your eyes glued to the screens um, there's much more coming and yeah I'm just so proud of you guys for just like actually taking the initiative um, to make such a platform come to life so yeah to that thank you so much we really appreciate it we really 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 appreciate it so yeah guys um, that marks the end of episode 2 of the Out of 5 podcast it's been me Chris the third aka Jerry Springer aka yet to know why baby and, and me, Princess of the Group, aka Quinn, aka Job Quinn, leaving and signing out. It's been me, Matt Lenoi, aka Toti Fantuka. They must make Bassi cherry me, bruh. Um, yeah, two guys have, yeah, you know, two money had to leave mid episode um, with this whole load shedding issue in Cyprus. I don't know what he means because what how'd you go 6,000 kilometers away just to deal with load shedding and then you know brother T-Mag leave the boy alone brother, leave the bro- boy bro- alone Ew. brother brother you can't T-Mag. violate him in his absence bro that guy Look, he's probably not dark right boy. now in Europe imagine but in Europe brother T-Mags my fellow black liberated brother you know we fought real hard in the struggle he couldn't be here you know um yeah man uh he definitely wishes you guys the best and he sends his regards as i said at the beginning of the episode so yeah guys it's been the out of five sending you guys love have a great night have a great week have a great life bye bye